Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. Morning, Adam. We start where I was uh, in the area that I was talking about. Um, more terrible, terrible details emerging about what has happened in the latest upsurge of violence between Israel and Gaza. Yeah, and of course, it's happening in both directions. That's one of the problems. Uh, I think two particular things. One is is that there are <clears throat> those who, on behalf of those in Gaza, on behalf of Palestinians and Arabs there, who are saying that cutting off the supply of food and water, as Israel seems to be doing, would amount to a crime against humanity, would be against international law. The idea of starving people to death, potentially, although... Israel's take is is that we have it's not beholding to us to supply food and water and it's a very difficult thing to argue in either direction frankly it should surely just happen but, but like the grain in Ukraine feeding the world Russia has only grudgingly allowed some of it to be exported and then has attacked grain ships afterwards and the other thing is the details of the this massacre this alleged massacre at this stage because nothing has been confirmed but an Israeli major general has talked about how babies were killed in their bedrooms, children were taken from their homes. There have been also eyewitness accounts of this. Um, the adults and children were removed from the kibbutz, uh, and in some cases, some of them were beheaded. It's an awful, awful thing. And talking about the inevitability of the military response by Israel, it's absolutely there because you kind of know from the past several decades, you throw a stone at an Israeli soldier. He will shoot you. It just seems to be the way it goes, is that Israel absolutely has a hardline, no-nonsense response test, and nothing else will happen. So Hamas must have known this. Are they trying to drag in Hezbollah, Iran, Syria? Who are they trying to drag in, potentially, into this conflict? Because it could all happen, couldn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, it could. Let's hope sense prevails, but uh, that hope is not particularly mm. strong. Uh, an attack in Myanmar. Yeah, 29 people, including children, killed. I mean, here we are, another grim atrocity in the world, an artillery strike on a refugee camp in northeast Myanmar, near the border with China. So this is a camp controlled by the Kachin Independence Organization, KIO, as they're called, one of several ethnic insurgent groups. And there has been a civil war. We don't often talk about it, but there's been a civil war in Myanmar for two years. The military junta took over. They refused to give up power ever since. A KIO spokesman says all 29 victims were civilians and they've called it a war crime although a spokesman for the military junta general zor mintun says the military wasn't behind it it was badly stockpiled explosives and never the twain shall meet on the truth of that story it does absolutely look like it's an atrocity carried out and one that will ultimately just be swept under the carpet because we all move on and isn't it horrible I was supposed to speak uh, about 10 minutes ago, Adam, to a French rugby journalist as we build up to what we think is the most interesting of the quarterfinal clashes between, <laughs> between France and South Africa. And he didn't answer his phone, and I wondered if he might be fighting bedbugs. <laughs> it's possible because we've seen the pictures and we've heard the reports, bedbugs uh, in Paris, in particular in homes, but now also in hotels. So the latest thing is the streets of Paris littered with piles of abandoned mattresses. Les Rues de Yeux. The French capital has been plagued by these insects. Uh, les Punais, I believe they're called, uh, feeding on the skin of residents and hotel guests. And one particular street, which has been highlighted in particular, Rue Saint-Lazare, 
in Paris has been described as the worst hit area. Hotels have been trying to cure the spread of Les Punais and they've been putting the mattresses outside. I would have thought in a place like France, I'm pretty sure this is littering and they'll slap a fine on anyone for doing anything like that. So I think after the mattress mountains, that'll be next. There'll be some sort of fiendish mound of fines for people as well. But it's a very uncomfortable thing. And all you need is one of those really close-up, extreme close-up microscopic photos of a bed bug for us all to go, no thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much, Adam. And I hope the Springbuck Rugby Management are taking great care to ensure that no French version of Susie is sneaking bed bugs into their hotel.